Hello everyone and welcome to Celtic Preacher Podcast 147. And it seems like it's a common thing that we wonder if we have enough faith. It's not so much that we don't believe in God. It's more, how can I, how can I trust God at this time in my life, at this particular point? with what I am facing today. How can I trust? You know, you might look back and remember a time where you felt more connected somehow with God or maybe more committed or enthusiastic. But time passes or challenges come, your life changes in some way, and it's like, what happened? What happened to me? All the things that I used to do or all the people I had in place or the things I had in place to help me grow in my spiritual life, my emotional life, it's like they're gone. And you might feel a bit disconnected or adrift. Yeah, Jesus would say, that can happen. And let me tell you, it is not that you don't have enough faith. In fact, when the disciples, his students, ask him for more faith, they're feeling a bit overly challenged in this text in Luke 17. They're feeling a little bit overly challenged and the disciples ask him for more faith. And he said, you don't need any more faith. If you have faith the size of a tiny mustard seed, That's enough faith. And you have that, right? You will admit that you have faith the size of a tiny, tiny mustard seed. Right? So here's the context. Luke 17. This is what brings the disciples to the faith crisis. Jesus has just finished telling them that learning how to forgive is of utmost importance. Living a life without resentment is really important, which means that these first students, us as well, of course, means that we have to learn basically to live a life without resentment. Now, Jesus' students are a lot like us. We can forgive an offense if it's not too great, right? Somebody just annoys us a bit, disappoints us a bit. We can let that go. We can forgive an offense if he or she doesn't keep repeating it all the time. We can overlook small infractions or misunderstandings or irritations of various kinds. But however, Jesus has just finished telling them that forgiveness needs to be a regular practice no matter what is done to us. Now, this is the piece that is so bothersome. He says, if, if someone offends you seven times in a day or 77 times in a day, it doesn't matter, forgive. That's Jesus' way of saying, what I want you to do is I want you to learn how to forgive endlessly. There is no limit. So you can see why the disciples might have a problem with this teaching, right? Because 
I mean, it's so unreasonable. I mean, some of Jesus' teaching is reasonable. Things like when he says, do unto others as you would have them do to you, right? The golden rule. When we listen to the golden rule, and we say, you know, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Uh, God wants me to treat people the way that I like to be treated. Yeah, that that seems to make sense. We don't have too much trouble with that. However, when Jesus comes along and says, okay, let me tell you about forgiveness and how important it is. Let me talk to you about how important it is to live without resentment. There is never ever an occasion where I don't want you uh, to forgive. You must always forgive. See, that's the kind of teaching that is comes over as most unreasonable, as it did to the first disciples. And they say, "Well, we we they're thinking we can't do that. We need we need more faith. We need more something." And he says, "No, no, you don't. You don't need anything more than what you have." if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. Now, this sort of faith crisis that the disciples have, he's been talking to them about forgiveness. Before that, he was talking to them about not letting money lead and direct their lives. Remember, we looked at that last week or the week before. He's been speaking to them about some areas that the disciples feel are, they're overly challenging. Now, when he talks about us having enough faith, you might not necessarily today have any struggles with forgiving someone. So there might be something else that's putting you over the edge, right? There might be something else that you're thinking, yeah, I do have some faith struggles, but it's not really forgiveness. It doesn't really matter what it is. The teaching is whatever we are facing, you have enough faith to get you through this. So you might think, well, you know, I... I, I just don't have the courage to move ahead. I have to move ahead or I have to make this big change or I have to pull back in some way. I don't think I can do this. I don't think I've got enough faith. Don't think I've got enough trust. Jesus would say, yeah, you do. You do. You do. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed. Because you see, it's not about quantity. It's about learning how to use what you have. It's about, now remember, faith and trust, they're the same word in the original language. So it's about learning how to trust. It's about learning how to trust. It's about learning how to use the faith that you have. Now, when we're speaking about forgiveness, just for clarification, um, 
Jesus doesn't teach that we have to go around trusting everyone. You know, we know people like this. You know, there are some people that are just very, very naive and they believe everyone. And so they're taken advantage of a lot. You might know people like this. They can be really smart, but there's something about them. They blindly trust everyone. Uh, Yeah, that's not what Jesus is talking about when he speaks about uh, forgiveness, learning how to forgive. It is certainly not about walking around uh, trusting everyone. In fact, Jesus entrusted his heart to no person. Yeah, it's one of the lines. He didn't really trust anyone because he knew how fickle people were. So learning how to forgive or living a life without resentment isn't really about trusting everyone. Uh, It's certainly not about approving of other people's hurtful, cruel, unethical, violent behavior, right? We see that in the world all the time. You turn on the news and it is filled with violent, unethical, cruel behavior. Forgiveness isn't about approving of that. Uh, Forgiveness, whether it's learning how to forgive other people or yourself or your circumstances or God for that matter or your predicament, learning how to forgive frees you up to live a life without the baggage of resentment. Now, the deeper the offence, the greater the damage, the bigger the wound, the more important this teaching is. Because, you know, forgiveness is really about, it's really about learning to, it's really about not living in the past. Because when you think about it, when we're stuck in this place of unforgiveness, we are remembering something that happened to us. It's not necessarily even happening now, is it? could be something that happened a long, long time ago. So all unforgiveness is really about the past when you think about it. It's something that's happened to us. And that kind of unattended sorrow leads to certainly pain for ourselves, but it also damages those around us. You know, angry people are not easy to be around, are they? And people that have learned not to forgive are really not great people to be around because they carry it with them and it spills over. So one of the teachings of Jesus, one of the most important ones, he emphasizes time and time again is is that forgiveness, yeah, as often as it's necessary because we're going to have endless opportunities There's always going to be some situation or encounter or life change that will leave us frustrated or humbled or bewildered or betrayed or angry. And that's, of course, when this disillusionment and cynicism will attempt to steal our inner peace. So it's like Jesus is saying, yeah, you don't want to give in to that temptation. This is a real thing. This can happen. Don't let those around you 
shape you. Follow me. Follow me. Don't let the love who betrayed you shape you or the parent who abandoned you betrayed you or the company that fired you or the church that uh, disappointed you, right? Can you learn how to release that? Do you know how to release that kind of hurt or pain or sadness or anger so that you can live freely? Now, of course, obviously, this can take some time, right? This isn't something that usually happens in a day. This can take a long time, but just being aware of it, it's like, well, who needs all that baggage, right? Who or what shapes you? You know, is it the marriage that disappoints you, that shapes your life today? Or the church that didn't stand by you? Or the friend that you thought was loyal? You know? Yeah, there's so many things that can hurt us in this life, isn't there? That's why I think the teaching is so important because Jesus is saying, yeah, that that's, you don't want to live in that state. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to a mulberry tree, be uprooted and plant yourself in the sea. There's the whole line. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to a mulberry tree, be uprooted and plant yourself in the sea. So it's like, well, that doesn't make sense, Jesus, because trees can't be planted in seas just because I say so. Just because I speak to the tree doesn't mean to say it's going to be uprooted and planted in the sea. It's like, yeah, that's the point. That's the point. What seems impossible to you isn't impossible with God. With God helping you. It's like forgiveness. Does it seem impossible to you? Yeah, well, maybe it does. But you're not doing this by yourself. You're not doing this by yourself because you already have this tiny, tiny mustard seed faith. That's enough. That's enough to go on. That's enough to go on. It's not really a question of needing more. It's more a case of using the tiny piece that you have. You know, oftentimes we move forward in tiny steps, not huge leaps. There's many things that we find too difficult in our lives that may not be forgiveness. You might be battling against something else today. You might have another area where you feel completely inadequate or impatient or not up to the task or maybe you battle with fear or you're struggling with confusion. You don't really know what to do in a particular situation. Or maybe you're coping with loneliness or you're living with sickness. Jesus is saying, you know, you do have enough. Quantity isn't the problem. You have everything you need. You can do this. By the way, the disciples, these first listeners, the disciples uh, did go on to survive, not just survive, actually they did more than survive. They did survive betrayal and despair, but they 
they carried on very well after Jesus died. I mean, if they hadn't, if they had failed, we would know nothing about this Jesus movement today. If the disciples had failed, uh, Jesus' way would just be lost, another moment lost in history, right? But Jesus saw their potential. It's like, yeah, you might, you might not feel that strong, but don't let that hold you back. You might, you might feel like you don't have that much faith, but you have enough. You have enough to take that tiny little step forward. And when you take that tiny little step, whatever it would be, whatever you are hesitant to move on, whenever you take that tiny, tiny step forward, something happens. Every single time something happens, God meets us and helps us take the next step. It's always just small steps at a time. But every time we take that tiny step, it's like the Spirit of God comes and meets us and helps us to move forward. Well, there's the prayer. There's the heart cry. God, whatever it is you're calling me to do, that faith step, that tiny, tiny movement that I feel so hesitant to take, help me to take that today knowing that you're with me and that I have everything I need for the task ahead. Well, thank you for joining me. You've been listening to Celtic Preacher. Join with me again next week for another episode.